0: So for me, a key element to build this strong relationship is communication, having a very solid communication. Whenever we start growing and having a huge amount of clients, we forget to follow up and we forget to keep nurturing this relationship because it becomes very hard.
1: Welcome to the All In Recruitment Podcast by Manatal, where we explore best practices, learnings, and trends with leaders in the recruitment space. If you like our content, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Spotify stay tuned for our weekly episodes. I'm your host, Lydia, and with us today is Maria Molina, the founder of uh, Antares HR, all the way from Mexico City. Thank you for joining us, Maria.
0: It's a pleasure to be here, Lydia.
1: So, Maria, what's the story behind Antares HR?
0: Uh, well, I spent almost ten years working in talent acquisition roles in different companies, and mm-hmm. I had the chance to learn some of the greatest and best practices in in recruiting. And therefore, uh, Antares HR was born. I wanted to share that with other companies and and basically make a better recruitment experience for everyone.
1: And you, Antares HR employs a personalized approach, right? And so yes. walk us through that personalized approach to matching the ideal candidate with the perfect role. So how do you go beyond qualifications and even the skills to make sure that it, you know, this, this person, this, this candidate is a good cultural fit or cultural ad and has long-term potential?
0: Of course. Well, our aim is to provide a customized approach and uh, to understand each client, uh, well, each business needs. And to that we go, it's not just about assessing the right skill set, but also understanding uh, the right cultural fit. So for us, it's very important to have information about the the candidate's qualifications, aspirations, and strengths, and see how that matches with the ideal role and see if there is a long-term fit. For that, uh, we we also, uh, We really like to have a transparent communication with both sides to align expectations and be sure that we will, like, diminish potential barriers.
1: And starting a recruitment agency, especially in this economic climate, can be quite complex or maybe, you know, there might be some additional factors to think about. So what are some factors that you've considered when you started your recruitment agency?
0: There are several things you need to take Do you need to consider when it comes to launch a new recruitment agency? You need to take into consideration the the local market trends and focus on an industry that have growth potential. It's important to leverage on technology and on technology to make sure that you have a seamless process and therefore you have a a good candidate experience. And I'll say it's very important to keep nurturing uh, your network. Therefore, you need to go to uh, industry events and commit to, um, well, engage with special communities to make sure to stay up to date with the uh, like industry trends and connected with, market, with subject matter experts. I'll also say as a recruiter, you need to be constantly updating yourself and learning from new trends and new
1: important topics in the market and what do you specialize in what kind of hiring do you specialize in
0: well i exactly i specialize in middle to top mm. uh, recruitment executive recruitment but i also have experience in in hiring entry level roles and c levels which is a little bit like, i, I it's, it's not my main expertise but i cover the whole aspect mm. and
1: Executive hiring you know, often requires a very deep understanding of both you know, the industry and the needs or unique needs of the executives, right? So how, do you, how did you develop that kind of expertise to effectively identify and even assess executive talent?
0: Yes. Again, as I said, it's very important to build strong communication and strong relationship with both your clients and your candidates. And to that, you, you will gather relevant information to make sure that the candidate is the right fit for the role and vice versa. So it's important to stay up to date on these, like the market trends to review and assess your, um or review your assessment procedures, uh, seek for feedback, be, be very curious when it comes to, Learning from past experiences, your win, your losses, and and update your your process. But also it's a key, it's a it's an ongoing learning process. And
1: especially now in in this market, right? In today's competitive market, what differentiates a successful recruitment agency from others?
0: The type of relationship that you build with your candidates. And your clients again. It's I, it sounds very repetitive, but I think it it comes it like it comes to build a solid a solid foundations and solid relationship with them to hmm. gain trust and and confidence on the process. It's it's very important. Something that I realized at the beginning of my career when I was at Headhunter as well is that sometimes as a recruiting agency, you don't get that deep knowledge or like a deep understanding of the business, what the business is doing. Even Mm. though if you even even if you specialize on a specific industry, it's important to understand the culture, the inner personality, where the company is going, like what's the 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 present moment of that company? It's not the same to like be working on a startup that in a big corporate environment and and it's also understanding to matching the to to match the 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 candidates needs so when it comes to executive recruitment it's harder because like these folks have experience already so they they have a, a very clear goal in mm. terms of what they expect for their career to be so you need to like be very transparent with them gather as much right. for information as possible and make sure that they are the right fit for the company and and and, and, and the other way around, that companies will offer them the like potential growth and, and, and evolution that they're seeking for.
1: You mentioned um relationships, right? Building that relationships, yes. nurturing those relationships, especially in uh C-level hiring or executive hiring how do you go about yes. doing that do you have any examples of of how you might nurture some a relationship like that how long would it take and what goes into that
0: well as an organiz- organizational psychologist for me it's very important to build rapport
1: since the beginning
0: you need to build trust and confidence with the other person and make them sure that you're there to to help them i mean to help them to succeed and it's both with clients and customers, and um, sorry, with clients and candidates. So for me, a key element to build this strong relationship is communication, having a very solid communication. Whenever we start growing and having a huge amount of clients we forget to follow up and we forget to keep nurturing this relationship because it becomes very hard. I think that, like, I I am convinced that we need to keep nurturing and put a strong emphasis on that. That's why ATS or other technologies helps you because you get reminders and you have, like, Mm -hmm. all these database information where it, it will, like, you uh, with notifications on follow-ups and next steps, it's very, very important to maintain a, like, like this, this close relationship with them at every step of the process because, again, things can change in the company. Things can change on a, a candidate side as well. And the best way to diminish these potential barriers or issues are uh, is if you stay close to them, as close as possible. Mm-hmm. There, there are different tools. Like There are so many from email to any other type of direct or immediate messages that fac- like, facilitate this type of communication. So I really think us as recruiters, we need to like more than try to just fill in roles is like creating a, a bonding and a strong, a long-term commitment with both parties.
1: So, in terms of candidates, uh, passive candidates, for example, how in, yes. in terms of the communication and frequency, how how much is too much in, in terms of keeping in touch or too frequent? Let's say
0: it depends on each person. My, what I like to do is that I ask them on like on an open question. Mm. I like I I make them know that I really like their profile for. A, potential future role and I ask them how comfortable would they feel if I reach out in let's say one month Mm -hmm. or maybe I ask them okay feel free to reach me out whenever you are looking for potential new opportunities. It's a two-sides role. This is not like just one size fits all. You really need to understand what the candidates are expecting or what they feel comfortable with
1: you also mentioned how ats can help you remind yourself of when you need to keep in touch so technology as we're seeing it today it's evolving so rapidly you know the time between every technological change is is getting shorter and shorter and it plays a very crucial role in today's recruitment process so how do you uh, maybe some examples of how do you leverage technology and data specifically to Make that recruitment experience better for both your candidates, also for your clients.
0: Yeah, I think technology nowadays is so important, especially when it comes to build a streamlined process and a great candidate experience. How I use it, I think an ATS is fundamental in any recruiting process. If you want to have all your like the end to end process organized, like from the Review of the of the CVs of the resumes and then the screenings. I, I I like it that ATS have each step of the process and you can adjust mm. it according to your needs. So it's very important to to have a control over your processes and know where where each candidate lands because sometimes you will have I don't know five hundred applications and mm-hmm. maybe. A hundred interest, a hundred potential candidates. So be very organized and well structured with that will help you to uh, to give you more visibility and accelerate this this recruitment process. And lastly, one of the most important pieces nowadays is data. ATS helps you like provide you with in- insights and relevant uh, data. Uh, well, uh, data analytics that will help you. Change or update your process. Mm -hmm. Understanding metrics such as time to hire, candidate, well, candidate offers accepted, candidate where, uh, where does candidate comes from, and see if your current recruitment process is effective or not. Those type of analytics have have allowed me in the past to understand what are like the. what are the main problems uh, to solve them and, and make, make it more, more efficient, make the process more efficient? And, and also, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, but okay. another very important thing is candidate experience. Normally, mm-hmm. candidates complain about not receiving any type of feedback or not, not hearing about recruiters ghosted. in a while. Yeah, exactly. I've been ghosted and this company is so bad because of their recruitment process, I think an ATS is uh, like uh, the best way of keeping everyone in touch, like all the interviewers and also the, ca- the candidates, aware uh, of where, what, where, what part of the process they are landing and, and, under, and, and also receiving, receiving feedback. It's very easy to automate so <laughs> a, a lot of uh, responses at the same time, which will also help you efficient, uh, make, more, make more efficient your processes
1: in terms of your clients um, how do you you mentioned earlier also that that having great communication between uh, yourself and also the client and also with the candidate you know leads goes a long way right so how do you balance the needs of a candidate with with those of your clients
0: well that that can be complicated again because Hmm. Both have different agendas. So as, as, a, as recruiters, we are, we are the liaison between both parts. And we are the ones in charge of managing expectations. So I'll start with a strong like active listening of both parties and then finding a, a common ground point for both. I mean, there there has to be something that interests both parties, and then from that starting and see where they can like um, give, giving up is not the word, but where where they can be more flexible, maybe, and and that start like whenever you start gaining your attention from candidates in the. Like when when you when you tell them about the the experience, the long-term potential that a role has, the career path that you will find in the company, mm-hmm. the type of culture, the team they will be working with, they can start being more flexible. But again, it's a matter of have a strong and active listening and, and just like understanding what they are expecting, what's what are their needs, what's mm-hmm. important for them, and see how their role can match those those expectations and,
1: and needs. You're an organizational psychologist, Maria, right? So what trends or changes do you foresee in the field of executive recruitment or even HR in general?
0: Yes. I anticipate a greater focus on psychological well, well-being and work-life balance. Um, with remote work becoming more prevalent, organization needs to maintain a, a strong focus on uh, work culture. Well, remote work culture and uh, managing teams effectively. So, I'll say that is very that that part is very important. But also maintaining a healthy balance between work-life work-life well, balance. Because we when when we we went to the office before the pandemic, mm-hmm. folks could stay there for like, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours a day. And now realizing that they can spend time with their families and they can do sports and, and prioritize on on their well-being, things have shifted. So it's very important to find this balance and and under and employers need to understand that but work is as important as personal life is, and find like this sweet spot mm. for both parties I'll say companies are also shifting their focus on a more humanized approach where they're investing in uh helping their employees to develop strengths like uh stress management, emotional balance, and mindfulness. I've seen companies investing a lot of money in like those types of, of hmm. retirement wellness retirements or yoga lessons or, again, mindfulness sessions that will help them to cope better with the day-to-day stress. And uh, finally, I'll, I'll say there will be uh, a huge... Uh, well, they'll keep a, a strong focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, I and mean, it's very important to keep to to keep uh, educating interviewers and in, and 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 help them to take hiring decisions free
1: from bias. Mm-hmm. Trust and confidentiality are both critical factors when you deal with uh, executive level positions right so how do you how do you maintain confidentiality and how do you make sure that there's a high level of discretion throughout that recruitment process? Do you have any measures in place to protect sensitive information?
0: Yeah, confidentiality is very important in our recruitment process. We understand that we are we are managing sensitive data like private information. So when it comes to specific processes, we make um, candidates and other participants or other involved parties to sign DNAs. And of course, our team is training best practices uh, for maintaining discretion through the the process.
1: And on that note, there also, as you spoke at length, you know, the... the the benefits of having an ATS, the benefits of having technology uh, to your advantage. I think that is that is definitely by default, you need to have these things inside of the agency. And there are plenty of tools out there to automate hiring, right? Really. So how might technology like an ATS help to make sure that your hiring practices are efficient and effective and uh, bringing the results that you, you anticipate?
0: Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, ATS provides you with insights and relevant data analytics. Data, yeah. So that's the best way to compare quarter to quarter, mm-hmm. where like what are your main pain points? Where are you suffering? Where candidates are landing or spending more time each in, in each process and how you can make that process more efficient. Understanding whether your recruiting process is helping you is bringing you the type of candidates that you're expecting to mm-hmm. see. And whether uh, interviews are interviewers are asking the specific questions they're meant to be asking so again an ATS helps you to mm-hmm. organize streamline the process to make it seamless again and, and and a great experience for everyone I think we really need to leverage on data and and, and make, consistent reviews quarter per quarter to understand and on doing your quarter business reviews hmm. to understand what is happening, what went well, what didn't, and how you can uh, adjust.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, these, these are things that we will see as we go into, you know, in the last 10 years have given uh, have given us so much exposure to what technology can do to improve that hiring process. And, and furthermore, you're also seeing AI coming into play, and you're also seeing chatbots like ChatGPT, that they're just further just um it, it's 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 even bigger than we thought right now, right? So the process itself becomes far more simplified, automated, and then there's more time to think about that personalized approach as well. So, Maria, on that note, what advice would you give someone who's starting out in talent acquisition today versus you know maybe 10 years ago? Well.
0: Um, I'll say it's important to stay very adaptable, Hmm. very resilient, and very open to technology. Because today, technology is a great ally to every person that works in talent acquisition or HR industry you really need to leverage it's important to learn how to leverage on again as you were saying ai or automation tools to make your process more like more simple and 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 again uh, gain um operational efficiency you can use ai to conduct yeah. initial screens you can use um alg- algorithms to um to match, to find the uh, candidate matching. And you can use, there There are a lot of tools that will help you go through tons of resumes, to schedule interviews, to provide you with great interview questions or to like <laughs> make um, some specific business case or assess whether the candidate meets the specific requirements or, or not without being biased. So I'll say mm. it's very important to stay updated with the new trends. We like every day there are new tools, new AI, like specific tools, chatbots, automation tools. So a tool, it, yeah. a tool
1: for the tool and another tool yes. for those tools, right?
0: <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think I, personally I don't like the the aspect of the tool for the tool like Yes, uh, having this tool that will schedule the interview, and then you need the other tool to send an email to the candidate. It's very overwhelming to deal to dealing with with so many tools. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, stay up to date, uh, up to date with uh, recruiting tools. See which one fits you better and like fits your needs. And ultimately, which one will help you stream, streamline your process and make it more efficient? What efficient? What you want is to get more results in less time, and to have a greater, greater experience for candidates and for clients, and for your interviewers as well. Stay all connected. So um, I'll say that on the technology part, and again, nurture networking. For me, it's really important. Whenever you have a like, your strong network will help you to find right candidates, understanding the market trends, and, and, and see what other people is doing and how you can share best practices.
1: Well, thank you very much for your time, your insights, Maria, and I wish you all the best for your new agency. I'm, I'm pretty sure the audience might also want to connect with you, so do drop us your contact details.
0: Yes, thank you for having me, Lydia. It's been a pleasure uh, sharing these insights. So you can find more about us at www.antarishr.com or I'll be happy to connect with you on LinkedIn. We also have presence on Instagram when we share industry trends, job openings, and company news. And uh, at our website, we have a blog. So stay up to date. Don't miss any new posts. And I'm looking forward to hearing from everyone again.
1: Soon. Thank you, Maria. Thank you very much. And we have been in conversation with Maria Molina, founder of Antares HR. Thank you for joining us this week. Remember to subscribe to our channels to stay tuned for more insights from all in recruitment.